Welcome to Good Better Best Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Jamie, and I'm a business and sales trainer and a mindset coach. And what makes me qualified to coach you is my 25 years experience in education, product, and service-based industries while working with hundreds of clients, writing three books, and hosting two radio shows. This is a podcast where you can learn how to develop a win-forever continuous improvement mindset market and grow your business, and improve your skills by studying the most successful businesses and practices in the world. Let me show you the proven successful methods that will help you go from good to better and from better to best and beyond. Be like Brad. Are you starting a brand new job or are you entering in to a new industry? Are you, are you starting from scratch or, or ground zero? Is this a, a business startup? Well, think about this. If you want to be like Brad, then you need to be like Brad. Well, what, what am I talking about? Well, we all have heroes, role models, and, and people that we, we just generally admire for their success. And, and we want their success. We want to we wanna be like them. As the Michael Jordan commercial said, we want to be like Mike. Well, in order to be like them, we must do the things that they do. We must follow in their steps. We must follow their process, their, their practice regimen, their, uh, you know, emulate their skill sets. Whatever the case, if we want to be like them, well, then we need to be like them. The concept of Be Like Brad comes from one of the best salesmen that I ever had. And in my, you know, 25 plus years of sales training and being in different types of sales organizations, I've seen a lot of new sales reps in particular come and go. I've seen seasoned sales reps. I've seen people who've never done sales. And I've never seen anybody quite like Brad. Now, Brad came to us in the insurance industry actually from the education uh, field. He came from the education sector. He was a superintendent of a private Christian school and a successful one at that. But he didn't have any training in in insurance sales. He didn't have any training in, in you know, really telemarketing sales and business to business or, you know, doing presentation sales. He just came with a hunger and a desire and a great process, Brad's process. Well, what was Brad's process? And I think in whatever industry you're at, you can glean from his, pro, you know, his process and, you know, kind of uh, make the tweaks and eat the meat and spit out the bones. But this was Brad's process. He, he had a process of, you know, following warm leads, uh, making the calls, doing the drops, uh, following up on the follow-ups, and then finally asking for the business. And so I want to go over those, those five concepts First, the warm leads. Uh, Brad was unashamed in calling everybody that he knew. If you were in his phone, if he had ever met you, talked to you, uh, heard a whisper about you, he was not bashful about calling you up and and asking for an appointment, uh, asking to see if he can give a presentation. He he leveraged those relationships to create more relationships. When he was in those sales calls, he would ask if they knew other people, if if there was somebody else in the industry or somebody else close by that might be interested, he he wasn't bashful about contacting 
is warm leads. Listen, the people you know are the people who trust you the most or people who have the most confidence in you. They're the people who are rooting for you. You you need to lay aside your inhibitions and you need to work your warm leads. The second piece that, of Brad's process was was calls. Uh, we had a, a system of spending all day on Monday, Monday call day, of calling through our hit list, calling through our, our prospects. And, and, and Brad was, was diligent, but Brad was faithful. Brad would never miss a Monday. Brad wouldn't take breaks. He wouldn't slack off. He would sit down and pound the phones. Uh, he you know had his established set time to make the calls, and he was just disciplined to making that happen. It, it wasn't uh, wasn't anything off script. It was just doing what he was told to do. He didn't know any better, so he did it. But he did it. He actually made the calls. And Monday after Monday, you know, we'd see people, and instead of making the three hundred to five hundred calls that you need to make. You know, they take 20 restroom breaks, you know, they go get snacks, they have sidebar conversations, they shuffle papers, they do just about everything but actually making the calls. But Brad made the calls. The third piece to Brad's process was the drops. We, we called them drops when we would just kind of pop in on a, uh, on a, on a perspective you know, client. We would just drop into the area, we would drop into the store and we would drop them off, you know, our business card. We'd drop them off a flyer, a brochure. Uh, we called them drops. They could be strategic drops. You could pick 20 businesses that you strategically want to walk into and, you know, quote unquote, accidentally be in the neighborhood. Or you could just pick an area, pick the area and just, you know, blitz that entire area and walk into every single business that you know and make the drop. The drops consisted of dropping off flyers, dropping off, uh, you know, the business cards, dropping off information. Maybe for you, it's dropping a sign, you know, in, 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 in an area. Whatever the case, you need to canvas your area. You need to make sure that if this is the area that you're doing business in, that people in the area know who you are and, and, and your um, going to them. Listen, people aren't just going to call you out of the blue. Uh, you need to be aggressive. You need to be proactive. And, you know, outside of responding to your ad, responding to the, the Google, responding to the promotion, the marketing that you're doing, drops are a way for you uh, to take your business and, and put it in front of somebody. The fourth aspect of Brad's process, and by the way, Brad's process really wasn't innovative to himself. It was really just him following the practice of, 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 of what the company was asking. And I would challenge you with that because most people really aren't following their managers. They're really not following their owners, their leadership. They're really not doing just what their bosses are simply telling them to do. And so I would say the hallmark and the, the main key to Brad's process was doing the actual work. And so part of the process is following up. Look, we all make calls. We all have sales presentations. We all, you know, meet people. But one of the things and one of the areas we struggle with, you know, is following up. You know, you make a presentation. Maybe they don't, you know, you don't close the deal on the first time. 
Are you calling them back? Are you sending an email? Are you following up like you said you would? Did you follow up with more information? Did you follow up with another call? Uh, Whatever the case, you need to go back. Uh, Most people are not first-time closes. Most people don't say yes um, to the first time. Now, I know in sales training, we like to do that. We we would all like to be Kirby vacuum salesmen who can walk in and not leave until you say yes. But the fact of the matter is, uh, quite often we're going through a channel of decision makers. It's not just one person. And so you have to present one person and they have to talk to two, three other people and you follow up and maybe you have to follow up with those other people. And so the follow-up is a, is a good way for you to have an opportunity not only to, to close the deal, but to establish and build a relationship. So think about follow-ups as relationship building. And then finally, the final process is you have to learn how to actually ask for the business. Th- this may seem basic 101 sales, but most people don't get the sale because they never actually ask for the sale. Uh, most people are kind of cowards when it comes to asking somebody to sign on the dotted line, asking somebody for the check, asking somebody for the deal. And so we talk about always be closing, but are you ever closing? Are you ever coming up with a, a strong close? Do you have three, four different types of closes that are kind of in your arsenal and ready to to be bold and to be brave, to to ask for the business. I I remember when I was in direct mail advertising, I I had several ways to ask for the business. I could take an ad layout, start doodling a design for an ad, flip it around, go, here's your ad, sign here, and we'll get started today. And so that was a form of a close. We had contracts and, you know, another method would be to just start filling out the contract putting the numbers in and then flipping it around and here, sign here and we can get started. A third one was all I need is a check and we can get started today. A fourth one was uh, next week I have Tuesday and Wednesday available. Which day would you like us to come? So you have to have planned closing statements in order to actually ask for the business. And if you don't know what that is, ask somebody in the office, ask your boss, ask ask your manager uh, for some examples. Don't be bashful, uh, be bold, be brave, be like Brad. If you want to be successful in your area, find the successful people, do what they do, and ultimately be like Brad. Well, that concludes today's show. If you like today's episode, then cut and paste this chapter and send it to a friend or please leave a review and Be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can learn more about me by checking out my website, TonyMJamie.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ravensdale Bible Academy, or you can buy Good, Better, Best, the book through Amazon. See you next time.